Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, an unofficial podcast on the FX television series. Fargo Talks Fargo is hosted by me, Bill Lempe, and my buddy Sharpie. This season of Fargo Talks Fargo is sponsored by Fargo Brewing and their Wood Chipper IPA. Today's podcast is also sponsored by Audible.com. Tune in later to find out more about how you can get a free trial at Audible.com because it's awesome and we like listening to books the same way we love listening to podcasts. So Sharpie, here we are, episode four. Hot dish. Hot dish. Hot dish. And what was the what was the thing behind this one? Fear and trembling, right? That's yep. the deal? Yeah. Yep. Man, I don't even know what to do. For starters, I'm actually in South Dakota right now. You are, aren't you? Little little toss up, except I'm on the wrong side of the state. You're way <laughs> over there. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Sioux Falls directly south of Fargo, what, three three, four hours? Three and a half hours, yeah. Right? But South Dakota is on the Minnesota, Sioux Falls is on the South Dakota-Minnesota border. Laverne is about 20 minutes across the border, right? Yeah. Into Minnesota. Into Minnesota to the east. I, on the other hand, have chosen for some reason to go from Fargo to Rapid City, South Dakota, which is all the way on the west side of the state. And I am like 20, 30 miles, I think, from Wyoming. Right. You are about... Nine, eight and a half, eight and a half ish hours from Fargo right now. Yeah, I flew. Here. If you were to drive, driving sucks. I know this <laughs> because I stay in Rapid City all the time because I it's usually stop. stop there when I'm driving home from Denver to yeah. Fargo. Rapid so City anyway, is super yeah. fun, uh, especially in the summer. Cause it's 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 a little bit of a seasonal town. Yeah, um, because it's in the middle of South Dakota. Um, so most of the cool stuff happens during the summer. But well, if you it's... if you happen to go through, it's fun. There's a lot of quirky, weird shit to do. Yeah, and, and that's it's not a I huge like town. There. I mean, it's like, I can't remember. I think somebody told me 40,000 people. Maybe 60. I can't remember. I feel You've like got, I, should, uh, I, I owe it. <laughs> I feel like I owe it to them to look Mount it up. Mount Rushmore. If you haven't seen Mount Rushmore, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is around here, isn't it? <laughs> Plus all kinds of other weird stuff. There's an awesome restaurant that I really like called uh, <laughs> Sixty Eight Thousand People. I say awesome restaurant, but it's it's I don't know. It's just like one of these quirky Western places. It's like uh, called the uh, the Gaslight. Oh, um, they have some pretty good pork shanks there. If you're interested? Well, the night is young. It's a uh, nine twenty. Well, so wait, I'm on your time. Am I on Mountain Time? Yeah, you're on my time. You're on mountain my time. Saturday. Okay, so ten minutes yeah. ago, the show ended. We got to talk about the show. We could, t- and, and so if you didn't see it, you follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Fargo Talks Fargo at Lempe L E M P E and at Sharpie C H R C H A R P I E, and you can see because I uh, I found Nixon today, <laughs> which was fun. There's presidents on every corner here and statues. Also yeah. strange. <laughs> But um, so the show opens. Did you catch the uh, Count Basie song? Yes. Nice thing. A little flashback to 1951 Fargo. Uh, that theater, totally not as cool as the actual Fargo theater that's downtown. I mean, am I right? When you're right, you're right. Yeah. But when you're wrong, you're really wrong. We we learned a little bit about Dodd, which I thought was incredible about Dodd and Otto going to the movie and... He flipping knife's a guy in the head. Dodd's been killing since he was in third grade, I guess. It's in his blood. What do you do? Um, no wonder why war is always on his mind. No doubt. The guy He's raised yeah. by Otto. Otto Interesting Von Gerhardt. 
it's yeah, well, it's good to know that even 20 years ago, 20 what, 28 years ago, even the Gerhards weren't top dog then. That's right. The uh, leadership comes and goes, but um I think real poignant for later that we'll talk more about tomorrow was the kill the king or be the king and then the comment about write a letter to Napoleon. Yeah. And then I'm just going to go ahead and skip right ahead that um by the way, spoilers. We just I feel like I have to say that. <laughs> um the right away when the whole scene happens outside where Otto was getting treatment that um he took his hat off which to me was like, look, I'm taking off your crown. You're not going right. to be in charge anymore. I was like, yeah. boom. And I immediately thought, Dethroned. kill the king, kill the king or be the king. And they they don't need to kill him to take the crown, I think is what they're saying. They're, they're showing that they, they understand Otto's weak and that it's really up to Floyd yeah. and the family. Right. And what honor is it uh, in killing a man who can't defend himself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Hmm. So... What other big items in do you what have? We're, this is what we've been. This is what we've been all, all been waiting for, right? We're in episode four. We're we're getting to the midway point in the show, and it's about time. Like we're waiting for the war, and the war is about to happen. Yeah. So clearly, we have some interesting. We have some interesting sort of, I don't know what you call it. Uh, interaction with Dodd and Floyd. Clearly Dodd's succumbed to the fact that he screwed up a little bit. There was a there's that tiny scene in the car with Dodd and Floyd where Dodd put his head on his on Floyd's shoulder and Oh yeah oh you're skipping like, way ahead. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm getting No, that's okay. Go for it. There. And Dodd puts his head on his mom's shoulder and clearly he probably realized, you know, he fucked up by Messing with those guys in the diner, he let him his he let his brute get a little bit ahead of him, and now he's kind of asking for forgiveness through his mom, and his mom's just, I think so. His mom's a little bit like, what the f, man? I mean, I think she at, at first she's just like I'm pissed at you, and then she realizes it's his son, it's her son, and she still loves him, but. That whole scene in the car was really interesting. Well, i i think you I think you realized it right away in that scene where she was flanked by Baron Dodd, um, and he 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 started to talk, and it was just like Bear just had to take him out of the room, and she knew he she knew he screwed up, but it's her kid, she's gonna back that up, and a little bit of. I think somewhere along the way, she's going to have to choose. But uh, I do want to, if you don't mind me pulling a little rewind on you, because I think I think we're both right about, um, I just forgot his name. I'm sorry. Can you please remind me? I do this every flipping week. Um, Bear's son. Um, I always just want to be like, bring out the gimp. Um, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's my. I I saw a thing about Breaking Bad and Pulp Fiction, <laughs> yeah, and and now I can't stop thinking about it. But either way, it really really crazy that the too much paranoia's by Devo song playing, and he he really does. It's it. It's it for that kid. He thinks Dodd is the shit. 
he wants to he wants to be a big man. He wants to play the game, and he isn't going to let any anything get in his way. Not any physical capability or whatever his problem is. He's not going to let that get in the way. And he's like, look, I'm going to just hear, here's how I reload a gun and go pat 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 rat tat tat. And he's he's got it done. You know, I think there's going to be something to that. His his For desire, sure. his desire to... to be and please Dodd over his own father. You're definitely going to see him come to the rescue for the Gearhearts at some point. Yeah. Or attempt to. Or attempt to. And um, I don't know if we need to talk about the whole fake drug, real drug situation just yet. We can save that for the full recap. But um, can I just say, um, I'm still calling him Landry just because I can a little bit, but Ed Blomquist ass, man. I almost didn't notice that it blended in with that white shirt so much. <laughs> After he and uh, Peggy got done uh, fake making a baby and she went and took her pills, they cut to that scene and he's taking a whiz. Did you like block it away from your memory already? That I must have. <laughs> got, to see some, got to see some serious Jesse Plemons ass. <laughs> Not to mention we got to see... Uh, a little bit of ass crack from uh, Otto as well. So it was the man crack episode. That's right. But, but I always saw a little bit of Gerhard crack. Uh, hey, he at least got laid, I guess. There's that. Because <laughs> he said, uh, you know, today is the first day of the rest of our lives. Just completely showing how out of touch he really is. Yeah. And Hansi's hot on the trail. Hey, what did you make? What did you make? Uh, tell I, me what you made of Hansi having his J.J. Abram light flashes. Yeah, so I have to. I'll have to watch this section again. I mean, obviously, I'll watch it again uh, yeah. for the for the deep dive. But so they make a point to show the clock in the diner when he walks in. The diner is still shut down. I don't know if we know how many days have passed, but maybe it hasn't really been that many. But the 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 diner is still a crime scene. And nothing's been done to clean that up. So Hansi's back at the diner. He's checking it out. They make a point to show the clock in the diner. And I thought it said it was like 7.07. Right. Um, so this would have to be morning because at this time in the season, it would be pitch black outside. So mm-hmm. if it was 7.07, uh, maybe that's the case. But Wait. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. So sorry. he goes outside and he starts digging around and he starts doing his... Starts sniffing the trail, and he finds yep. some little piece of glass from what we know as the Blumquist car. And then he sees some J.J. Abrams lights in the sky. <laughs> it's probably the Enterprise. We don't know. Um, <laughs> so that happens, and there's like a weird... There's clearly a weird time shift in, in the... Space-time continuum? Like you see, you see Hansi's face. There's clearly like a fast forward in time. He knows, yeah. Um, and then he looks down at his watch, and I swear to God, it said it's like nine oh seven or something. Oh, see, that's weird. I feel like we're seeing different things. For some reason, I wrote like twelve forty something ish. We gotta look back at that. <laughs> we have to we, look back. I literally wrote a note. I said, I was, I, I actually wrote, did JJ direct this episode or is this some talking to the earth shit? Is what I wrote. <laughs> twelve, twelve four something ish in his watch, but well, I, one I could of be us is crazy, wrong. and we're, I could we're, definitely be the one. One of us. We're both fucking bananas. You know that. Yes, but um, but 
the the the, the point the the I mean, they showed the clock in the diner, and they showed him looking down at his little pocket watch, and the yeah. times did not match. So something happened where there was like <gasps> some time is this, lost. Is this the time loss that happens when aliens show up? This is what happens, and now there's something in his butt, which he'll realize in the next episode. It's it's if it was Pulp Fiction, it would be that pocket watch. <laughs> <laughs> See how I'm coming full circle here. I thought it was interesting that the uh, car was a 65 Corvair, which is quote unquote unsafe at any speed, according to Ralph Nader. That's right. <laughs> it's obviously, horseshit on the ice if you're trying to crash into a tree. Um, mm-hmm. I was really not surprised to find out that Hansi was in Nam. He's been wearing that green jacket around like his only badge of courage. Um. I shouldn't say his only badge of courage, but he's obviously got family ties, but he's done it. And I was super happy to see Carl Weathers back so he can say shit like, yes, Sonny, I got eyes. Alert the the local constable. Charlie Gerhardt is the guy's name. Charlie, God. My bad. Sorry. My bad. Um, Yeah, but coming back to Nam, I guess, yeah, we did, uh, thanks to our Twitter followers, we... Did um and we didn't really we didn't really bring this back into the deep dish last week, but um Lou was a swift boat lieutenant. Yeah, the brown water kind. Yeah, you brought which up is, so which is what we uh brought up. If hats off to everybody. What we said was uh if if he was in the navy and he was in Nam and he were to see some shit, he would have had to be in the brown water navy. Yeah, and uh, I think we got that confirmed. He's in the thick. Hey, for whatever reason, speaking of shout-outs, I'm going to, in this episode, at least just give a shout-out to my friend John's co-worker who, my friend John thought he was hallucinating at work today in Rochester, Minnesota, because he swore he heard my voice or something. Anyway, turns out it was just somebody listening to our podcast at the office. So, hat tip to whoever you are, lady out there listening to the show at work. <laughs> hope, you're, hope you don't turn it up too fucking loud. Lady out there. So, um... Did you feel like Mike Milligan was at the Overlook Hotel for a minute? Hmm. No. That that just that hallway shot. I just waited for Danny and his big wheel to kick it on down the road. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Completely Cohen asked to be like eventually find out that the pinky in his butt was a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. She is on methadone in Bismarck. Um Hey, floating my conspiracy theory. Turns out Molly is how old, Sharpie? Six? Six. Boom. I just want to know. Somebody tell me what's up old. with six. And ca- the, the line I also wrote a note, Carl was stressing the plumbing. <laughs> it's nice to I, know that Carl's known throughout <laughs> the town for taking big shits. At other people's places. Like, here's the question. What was he doing at the mechanic's place? Other than dropping his deuce. That is a good question. What was he I have doing a feeling there? I have a feeling that's just his thing. Goes goes around, talks to the locals, gives his conspiracy theories, poops. He treats everybody like it's Barnes and Noble. You know what I watched over the weekend? What'd you watch? This has nothing to do with the show really. <laughs> well, why <laughs> why stop now? <laughs> I watched a Simon Pegg movie with Jesse Ooh. Clemens in it. Which one? Um, the one where they, 
It's with Seth Rogen and Simon Pegg and the guy that's always in Simon Pegg movies with him. The last or the the uh, one about the Earth the... falling apart? No. No. Um I'm looking Well, this is a really great conversation <laughs> you've managed to work us into. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Sharpie. But Jesse Plemons was in it. Well, gee, everybody here who's listening is just ecstatic now. It totally <laughs> caught me off guard. Sharpie knows <laughs> a movie that these two are in together that has nothing to do with anything except the fact that he can't even list what the fucking title is. Uh, it's not even on. Turns oh. out IMDb's broke it's just for you. It's called Paul. Paul. Oh, is this Paul. about the alien? Yeah, it was good. Oh, well, see, there you, there's your tie-in. Enjoyable. UFOs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> UFOs, Fuck. Jesse Plemons. Bring it it's back. It's all going to come back to Simon Pegg bring, in bring the it end. Back. <laughs> okay. The world's end will happen. Thanks. So long. So what is it? So long and thanks for all the fish. Uh, <laughs> I guess it was called Paul. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's I let's get this let's get this on it. the train to wrapping up and and before we do just once once again, super super big thank you to Fargo Brewing. Go to fargobrewing.com to check them out. They um I, hey, normally we would have cracked a beer, but I don't have any of their beer with me because I can't put that on a plane. Um, but they really helped make this season happen. Also, big shout out to audible.com. So if you want to go check out and get a free trial, go to audibletrial.com slash Fargo Talks Fargo and sign up at that link and you can get a free book. And we have made recommendations in previous episodes. So I would recommend going back to one of those. Um, I did uh, attempt to start listening to the Fold on the plane today, but the guy oh, next to me, yeah, he got that guy next to me was got got kind of chatty, but he was interesting. So I, I that's uh, when you just fart. <laughs> I obliged the entire flight. So, um, coming back to the show, thanks again to those sponsors. They're fantastic, and you can learn more about them on our site uh, at fargotalksfargo.com. Um, here's a little thing I noticed. So obviously we got Peggy, Ed. People are hot on the trail. Um, Hansi's hot on the trail. Mike knows what's going on because he's fucking a Gerhard who's putting a thumb in his butt and um, did you notice the interesting thing that I thought I don't know if this is foreshadowing but I felt like it was something did you notice that Lou's hat going up to the Blomquist door was I was like holy crap he has the same silhouette as one of those goddamn kitchen brothers I worry that that's going to do something no you don't see it Hmm. okay I mean sure I could see it but did you notice the coffee table book on uh, Ed and Peggy's place? Modern decor? Nope. Kind of reeked a little bit of, uh, what was it, the Turkish Turkish bath oh. decorating <laughs> from uh, Don Chumpf last season? <laughs> you know, just, the, just the, the fact that someone in that relationship is hopeful for a life they'll never probably ever live. It, it, along with the fact that her shirt was like Paris That's and travel. That's a good throwback there, her, her shirt was like Paris and travel stuff. So she's but, completely checked out outside of the fact that she's still boning her husband and blew his money for the meat market. I don't know. I, I, I don't I know what else. I haven't thought about Turkish bath. Oh, you haven't thought about time. that for a while? How do you forget? Remember Don I just Chumpf, don't think man. about Turkish bathhouses a lot, I guess. Isn't like that what do. it was? It wasn't a Turkish bath thing? Well, I don't know. That seems to be on your to, radar. I have to look that back up. Do you? You probably I just, subscribe to like Turkish, Turkish, Turkish Bash, Bash monthly. Um, yeah, like emails and shit. Yeah. Either way, here's what I know. I need to get <laughs> to the bottom of of fear and trembling, which you know, big surprise, is a Kierkegaard uh, novel 
which also has ties into religion with Abraham and Isaac and all these. Oh, there's so much. I don't even know how to like, um, I can't even like digest it yet, but we'll get we're going to have later. to by Wednesday. Yep. That's I our just job. Think, I think this episode was fun. I think we've set the stage for a lot. Like, the well, bed has as been. Floyd said, the bed has it's been shit. War. It's war. And, uh, oh, one other quick thing, just in case I forget for tomorrow or Wednesday night was, oh, where was my, oh, my sons will abide just like the dude. <laughs> dude abides. So, oh, oh, I also thought that was interesting too that Floyd, um, did you notice that, um, you know, because I'm obviously hooked on colors and things. Did you notice that Floyd and Bear were wearing the same color jackets this time? Uh, right. Flanking their mom. Very similar color. And that um, turns out Floyd lost a firstborn son uh, in the Korean War. And that's Elroy, the was that his name? I don't... Her, <laughs> wait, is this the Jetsons? <laughs> um. I just worry too that she's gonna have to sacrifice a son somehow through this. And oh, 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 crap! Um, Mike's Mike's gun that snapped out of his jacket, just like he's flipping De Niro in Taxi Driver. Wait, Did what? You catch that? I'm sorry, I'm all over the map. Um, when when Mike shot the runaway helper, um, with um, Otto. He walked out of the building and out of his jacket was like one of those retractable gun things. Just like the little contraption De Niro builds in uh, Taxi Driver. Oh, uh, yeah. That Let's came out of his home. sleeve? I'm pretty sure. I saw really? that immediately. It was like, De Niro. I could be wrong. Look back. This is what the she was kind of hot too. I was sad about This is that. what the Twitter is for. They're <laughs> gonna fix us. That's what we we count on you guys to fix us every week. So I feel like we've summed it all up. Yeah. At least until we have time to like digest. So I need to go find a better place to have a beer after I edit this podcast. You need to get some deep thinking done. Check out the independent ale house downtown. I'm gonna, City. I'm gonna do that. And if hey, if I die, yeah, it's been nice so. talking to you guys because I'm staying at a haunted hotel called the Hotel Alex Johnson. It's haunted? That's what they say. Yeah, there's yep, they say it's haunted. There's people who've killed themselves here and there's there's a little yeah. Mm-hmm. Little girl who hangs out uh, in this crazy rooftop bar. Uh, I've anyway. that. I've never seen it. Oh, it's crazy. That's because you, you didn't stay in yet? room A12. Yep, already been up there. Dan and I were up there earlier. Had there's something something called a whiskey smash. Whiskey yeah. smash. That's what we had. So maybe I need to go have another one of those. So do it, do it. Anyway, man, I got to get back to it here. Um, but thanks so much for listening, you guys, and thanks for Sharpie for joining us. And um, like I said, we're both on the road, basically. Or I'm on the road this week, so. But we'll get back to it Wednesday. Get the full deep dish, as Sharpie's calling it, even though deep dish <laughs> pizza is not pizza. It's just terrible. Sorry, Chicagoans, but it's not fucking pizza. Oh God, I just started another world war. You just started a war. Another oh crap. So okay, well let's okay. go brush up on our Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard. We'll talk soon. All, All right, right, man. Later.